The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play Store or on the Apple Podcast app. You will be so glad you did. Hello, my friends. It's Heather Creekmore here. Happy summer. Yay. I bet you may be thinking about going on vacation this summer. Maybe not. Maybe it'll just be a staycation kind of summer. But even if you're going out just for a day at the pool or the water park or at the lake or the beach, Today, I am bringing you vacation tips, planning tips, how you can enjoy your time and not let your body image and maybe some of the related issues like control, ah, anyone else raising their hand there, not let those issues get in the way of you having an awesome time. So I hope you'll take a listen to today's show. And hey, if you've got a friend who struggles to ever enjoy a vacation. She needs to hear this too, so tell a friend about it. Okay, let's get to today's show. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. So today we're going to talk about CDD, if you have some expectation issues surrounding vacations. So CDD is a term I coined, stands for chronic disappointment disorder. I've talked about it before on the show, and I've written about it in my book, The Burden of Better. But let me tell you, your doctor may not know about it, but CDD is very real. But we're also going to talk about body image issues and vacation, because like really, Body image issues can ruin a vacation like nothing else, right? If you feel blah about the way you look, you can spend the entire time focused on that and not really get the opportunity to, okay, first of all, rest because that's what we're supposed to do on vacations and, and then not get the time to enjoy just the chance to be with family or friends or to enjoy a new place or just simply to enjoy not being at home and not being in routine, right? Vacation is supposed to be a time of rest and rejuvenation, a time to find joy, a time to just live. And if you're stuck worrying about whether or not you look fat in pictures, my friend, you are not living. You are missing out. And you're missing out on one of God's greatest gifts, <laughs> vacation. I love vacation. My husband will tell you that my love language is hotels <laughs> because I love staying at hotels. Okay. I love vacation. But sometimes I'm so busy stressing over me and my plans that I miss it. And so that's where we're going today. Okay. So tip one 
for enjoying your vacation is to be realistic in your planning. Okay. And so some of you are like plan every day. I got to know what I have going every day. And some of you are like vacation means I don't plan at all, whichever way you lean. And I recommend my husband and I do this before every single vacation. So if you're going on vacation with your spouse, your family, or your friends, even I recommend having a conversation before you leave about what you think the vacation will look like. Friends, this has been life changing for our marriage. Because on our honeymoon, I pictured vacation to be sitting at the pool or by the beach every single day with my book and my drink and just relaxing in the sun for four or five hours. And then maybe going in and showering and getting dressed to like go get a nice dinner somewhere and maybe go shopping and then get some ice cream. Like that is my perfect vacation. My husband, on the other hand, he planned like hikes for us. Like I wish I had had a camera with a phone back then because the only picture I have of myself on my honeymoon after this hike is it's just, it didn't come out clearly. It was just a regular film camera and it's a poor picture, but I am covered in mud from my nose to my toes. And I am not smiling at all because that's not my idea of vacation. And we No, we did all kinds of other adventures. He planned something like for every single day. And before we got married, before honeymoon, I was like, oh, that's so great that he's planning all these things. But then we actually get there and I am just an angry, angry person because my honeymoon is not going how I wanted it to go. And so from that point on, I mean, we had kind of a crisis moment in our honeymoon where I had a meltdown. I was like, this is not a vacation to me. I just can't do this. I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, did you think you married some sort of outdoorsy woman? We had like this total crisis moment. And then from that point on, we kind of talked about like, okay, well, what, what do you want to do on vacation? What do I want to do on vacation? How can we mesh these two things together? And so we go to Florida to the beach every year. My family's there. And before we leave, we have a talk. Okay, what are the things that you really want to do on this trip? And I tell him. And then he says, okay, these are the things I really want to do on this trip. And that has created such a better understanding for us. Like, I don't, (laughs) I'm not an angry person on vacation anymore. Because if his goal for vacation is I really just want some solid time to read by myself without interruption, then I am not as frustrated with like, why is he just sitting there reading? Doesn't he see that like someone needs to figure out what the kids are going to eat for dinner or someone needs to like do the laundry because we didn't bring enough clothes, whatever the thing is. I'm like, oh no, he's just doing his thing. And and I'm not just agitated and um, I don't know, secretly resentful of him is probably the best way to put it. I'm able to recognize, oh, that's what he wanted out of vacation. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's unwilling to help me at this point. And so I'm saying, hey, okay, I know you're doing your thing, but can we stop right now and like talk about like what our dinner plan is? And he's good with that. 
Likewise, he knows like I need my just uninterrupted beach time. And so he'll even offer to be like, okay, well, why don't I take the kids to the ocean this morning and then you can just go to the pool by yourself. And talking about it before we go has made a huge difference. We also talk to our kids now that they're older. Our youngest is almost 11. And we started asking them before we go, okay, what's the one thing you want out of vacation? And it surprised us some years, right? Because like, that'll be something we did like three or four years ago that we're like, well, we don't really need to do that again. And they'll be like, I really want to go to that one place. Oh, okay. Well, then let's make sure we go to that one place. And even their little hearts, you know, recognizing in their little hearts may have been disappointed if we didn't go to that one place, but we wouldn't have known to go to that one place unless we asked the question. Now, of course, we can't do everything to please all the people all the time, right? I mean, when you have a family of six and you try to go out to dinner, where do you want to go? You get four different answers. <laughs> and my husband's always like, well, where do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's, so yeah, there's there's ways to to manage all of that. But going into vacation with clear expectations of what's ahead and what everyone wants out of vacation, I think is a huge help. Come right back and we'll have more tips for vacation. Hey friend, are you sick and tired of stressing over your body? Are you to the point where you are ready to do something? Okay, you've tried all the diets, you've tried all the wellness programs, you've tried all the exercise programs, and you still aren't comfortable in your own skin. My friend, we need to work together. Now, let me be clear, this isn't a magic pill you're going to take. It's not another diet. But in my group coaching sessions, I try to put you on a path to freedom that you can continue to walk for the rest of your life. We have such a great time in group coaching. I bring women together and hopefully, in a lot of cases, they've been able to stay friends after the group sessions are over. So you leave group coaching not with just with a renewed sense of who you are in Christ and how to overcome your body image issues, but also with friends to walk along beside you as you continue to walk this path going forward. I hope you'll consider group coaching. If you want to know more, go to compare2.me and go to the coaching tab and you can find out all about it. Sessions start in September, so sign up soon. I know it's going to fill up. So head on over to compare2.me, look for the coaching tab and sign up today. I'm excited for the chance to work with you. Okay, so settling your expectations is one thing, but back to my chronic disappointment disorder, my CDD, sometimes things just do not go as planned, right? Sometimes it rains for the entire seven days that you are at the beach. Sometimes the food is bad. <laughs> sometimes everyone is sick. They come down with something and there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, you guys, these are painful opportunities. <laughs> yes. But there are also opportunities for us to embrace God's grace and practice gratitude. Yeah. Because, okay, it may suck, 
but what can you do about it? And I don't know about you, but whenever I dwell on everything that's wrong and going wrong and bad and not how I planned it, I just feel worse. But instead, if I can practice gratitude and try to look for some glimmers of light in the midst of the black sky, ah, so much more peace comes that way. I don't know. I, I call, I've been this person. I call this person the me monster, right? But we have two ways of looking at life, right? It's either it's about Jesus and others, or it's all about me. And I so quickly become the me monster on vacation, probably because I love vacation so much. I mean, in some ways, I'm sure I've made vacation an idol over the years because I just love, love, love my vacation. And so when I get Get on vacation. It's about me, me, me. And what do I want? And what am I going to get out of this? And what's happening to my vacation is happening to me. And if you ruin my vacation, you ruin me and all of these crazy things. So about 13 years ago, my husband and I got a opportunity to go away. We had two kids already. I was pregnant with number three and we were going to this resort in Texas. Oh, it looks so phenomenal. This is going to be our first chance to be away. It was our anniversary. My mother-in-law had come in to stay with the two kids. And really, this was just oh, an amazing opportunity. And we get to this hotel. Oh, it was gorgeous. I mean, it had like a butterfly viewing, uh, like, I don't know, I would say butterfly farm, but it was like this special, it was a butterfly garden. That's what it was. It was a special garden. You could walk around and look at butterflies. It had a gorgeous pool. The hotel lobby was just so beautiful. Well, we had gotten the place on a timeshare exchange. My parents owned timeshares, my husband's mom and dad owned timeshares. And so we had exchanged for it. And I was like, whoa, this is just amazing. So we (laughs) register and they give us our key and this map. And they're like, okay, your room is a mile and a half, like, you know, down this road. And I'm like, what? We're not staying at the hotel? And I'm a little disappointed, right? But then I'm like, okay, well, I'm sure it'll be great. We get to the place where we were staying. Y'all, it could not have been any more of a dump. It was clearly built in the 1960s and hadn't been maintained since the 1970s. Oh, it was awful. It smelled like mold. I have some allergy sensitivity issues with like air conditioning and mold and that kind of stuff. And I'm pregnant. And so I'm like, just, oh, I don't want to be breathing in mold. I'm panicked. It was awful. But what was even more awful than the actual room was my attitude. I was such a me monster. I was like, this is ruining my getaway. This is ruining my vacation. And I was kind of mad at my husband, like, why don't you do something about it? Oh, it was not a shining moment. And we actually ended up staying one night out of the three we were supposed to stay. And then we turned around and we went home. It's so sad now thinking back on it. Ah, what a wasted opportunity. I mean, I was so focused on it not being what I wanted it to be that I missed out. Now, some of us do that with vacation and circumstances, and some of us do that with our bodies. Yes, I said it. Some of us are so focused on our bodies not being what we want them to be that we miss out and especially on vacation. 
we miss out. We're so worried about the swimsuit or the shorts. We're so just focused on me, 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 that we miss out on the opportunity to connect with those we're with. My friend, I'm sure you've never done this before, (laughs) but if you have, here are just a couple extra tips on the body image side as to how to keep your body image issues from flaring up while you're on vacation. Okay, so here's super practical tip number one. Wear clothing that you are comfortable in. My friend, if you're just taking along the clothes from last year that don't fit the way they used to fit, I promise you, you are going to be uncomfortable in thinking about your body for the entire trip. So even if it requires that you go and buy just a couple new things, I'm not saying you got to break the bank. I'm saying if you need to go buy a couple things to feel comfortable on vacation, it's worth it. Go to Ross, pick up a couple $10 items, whatever it is, Target, wherever you shop. But you don't have to spend a lot of money to feel comfortable (laughs) while you are on vacation. But if you have clothes that are cutting into your stomach or shorts that are riding up your legs or things that just feel too tight, you will have no other choice but to think about your body the whole time that you're there. So don't do that. (laughs) Buy some clothes that you feel comfortable in. Now, my best hack here is dresses. I really think there is nothing greater than kind of just a flowy summer dress because it hides anything you want to be hidden. (laughs) And you can put a jacket on with it if you're cold indoors and air conditioning, and you can take the jacket off if you're outside. Um, You can throw it on over a swimsuit. You can wear it dressed up to dinner, or you can wear it dressed down casually with sneakers to the amusement park. And I, I'm an Amazon shopper because I don't have a lot of time to be looking around in stores for clothes. And so I just pick stuff on Amazon. And if it doesn't work out, I go to Kohl's and return it and get a coupon. (laughs) But um, if you've never tried that, you'll try it and you'll find out what I mean. But I recommend finding a couple dresses, maybe two, that you feel comfortable in, comfortable wearing that are cool and breezy if you're going someplace hot, but that will help you feel good while you're on vacation. It's worth every penny. I mean, granted, you're going to spend you're going to spend some cash if you're going somewhere. So why not spend just a little bit more? And again, I'm not talking about breaking the bank here. Spend a little bit more and buy some clothes that you'll feel good wearing. Now, Here's another big tip for you. Let's talk about pictures. I love taking pictures. I do not love having my picture taken, but I'm getting better about forcing my husband to take pictures with me in them because someday I want my children to remember that mom actually went on vacation with the family too. Now, my husband is not awesome at that. I'll just be real with you. In fact, I did a paddleboard one time. This was a few years ago, and I was so proud of my accomplishment. I'm out there on the water on the paddleboard, and my husband, I'm like, take a picture of me, take a picture. And he takes a picture, and he didn't bother zooming in. So it could be any person out there on a paddleboard. But he is getting better at taking pictures with me in them. But most of the time, I am the photographer. I am the initiator of all 
pictures. I enjoy taking pictures. I used to enjoy posting pictures online, probably because I enjoyed seeing how many likes I got. And I've kind of backed away from that now. I've had a lot of different convictions around social media and what I share um, in, in a personal way on social media. And I've talked about that in some other episodes. But my best advice for you when it comes to vacationing in a way that doesn't um, get spoiled by body image issues, I would say that if you are going to take pictures and you are going to be in the pictures, don't look at those pictures while you are on vacation. Okay, breast hacks, you're there. You don't need to see the ocean through the picture on your car- on your phone. Just look at the dang ocean, okay? Look around, be there, be in the moment. Don't stare at your pictures, okay? And we all do this, right? We're all like, oh, I see it. I wanna capture the image and I wanna stare at the image and I wanna post the image and I wanna get other people to like the image. But no, be present. And there's a reason for that. My friend, if you struggle with your body image, as soon as you see a picture of you, your day may not be as happy as it was at the start of the day, okay? You will probably find something you don't like when you look at the picture of yourself. Now, maybe not, hopefully not, but I have a feeling you're listening to this show because that's your default mode, okay? That when you see pictures, you're like, oh, no, that has to change. So if that's you, my encouragement is do not look at those pictures while you're on vacation. You took the picture, you can glance at it, make sure everyone's eyes are open or, you know, no one's making any weird faces. Okay, I get that. But don't stare at it and certainly don't stare at yourself in the picture. Just wait. Now, I want you to stop for just a second and I want you to think back. I don't know. It depends on how old you are. Maybe it's five years. Maybe it's 10 years. Maybe it's 15, 20, 30 years ago. I mean, 30 years ago, we didn't have the option of looking at pictures instantly. Neither did we 10, 20 years ago even. But think about how you thought you looked in pictures 20 or 30 years ago. Chances are you got those pictures back from CVS Pharmacy And you looked at the picture and you're like, oh, I don't really like that picture of me. Oh, why was I standing like that? Oh, why did I wear that dress, right? You didn't really love the picture of yourself then. Now, think about how it is when you look at those same pictures from 20 or 30 years ago now. Chances are you look at those pictures like, wow, I look so great then. I can't believe how different I looked, how young I looked. Oh, wow, I looked good there. Why did I ever think I looked bad? Okay, my friend, the same thing is going to happen with the vacation pictures you take. You are not going to appreciate them now. But guess what? In 20 years, you'll be like, oh, I was cute at 50. (laughs) Okay, so don't stare at the vacation pictures now. And I would also add, this is going to help you not stare. Don't share. Okay. Your people don't need to know that you're on vacation right now. Okay. There's like safety issues and all that stuff involved too. Right. But that's, that's a different, a different deal, but you're going to be okay without people pressing like on your vacation. It's enough for you to enjoy and approve of your own vacation. Do not try to involve the opinions of others. It doesn't matter whether or not all your friends are thrilled that you're in that place that you've always wanted to go, okay? I know we have this 
I don't know, delusion of some sort that we can experience it with other people by sharing it on social media. But friends, we all live embodied lives. You are only actually sharing your vacation with the people that you are on vacation with. And I think what happens too often is by sharing the pictures on social media, we're trying to go on vacation with people that aren't actually along with us, right? We're trying to experience it with other people and it just doesn't work out and we miss out on the people that are with us. I mean, how many stories have you read on the internet of the mom who takes the kids out there and poses them for the pictures and, oh, great day at the beach. And then she gets on her phone and ignores the kids, right? Because she's looking to see how many people like the images that she posted, right? Like most of us don't do it in that obvious of a way, but yet maybe kind of we do. Like, here, let me take a cute picture of you guys in the pool. Okay, now I'm going to post it. Yeah, I'm not watching in the pool anymore. Mom, look at me do a flip nap. Sorry, I've got to write this person back, right? Uh, let's just put our phones away and enjoy being with the people we're with. And don't let the images of our time rob us of the actual time to be with the people that we enjoy and we love. Okay, so true confession here. I recorded this episode and then I have come back to add this extra nugget onto the end because I just got back from vacation. And it occurred to me that this may be one of the first vacations, although it's probably been like this for a few years, where I wasn't just really sad at the end of vacation. And as I've been talking to current clients, it's come to my attention that vacation is an interesting time for those of us who struggle with food because vacation is the time when food is a free-for-all, right? You restrict or you diet before vacation so that on vacation, you can just enjoy yourself. And in an upcoming ex episode, actually, um, it should be next week, an episode I did with my intuitive eating coaches, I talk about how intuitive eating changed the way I ate on vacation. So you're going to want to listen to that next week. But as I was thinking just about the whole concept of being free to eat on vacation, and from an intuitive eating perspective, that freedom being different than the I've starved myself before this vacation and now I'm going to eat all the things all the time because this is vacation. That's what we do. I was thinking also about how vacation is this very special, I mentioned it earlier in this episode, it's, it's almost an idol because it's the special time where I can just be free. And isn't that what we all really want? I mean, really, if, dieter or not a dieter, wherever you find yourself, right? We all just want to be free when it comes to food and other things. We want to be free from worrying about our bodies. And we want to be free to just eat what we want to eat when we want to eat it. No one enjoys the dieting lifestyle. Now you can argue, oh, I feel so much better when I eat this way. Okay, yes, I, I hear you. That makes sense. But isn't it better to be free to eat the way that feels good to you rather than be in the prison of these are the only things you can eat? And so as I thought about it more, I thought about the reality 
that I get upset at the end of vacation because it feels like the end of my freedom. It feels like the end of my heaven, if you will. And I mean, literally, my friends, it's embarrassing to say, but I've cried (laughs) driving to the airport after a vacation or driving home. We used to drive all the time everywhere we went, driving home after vacation. Maybe you have too, because it was over. And it was back to reality, back to the humdrum, back to routine. Paradise was lost. And when I think about it in this way, it makes sense that when my expectations are so high for the time, chances are it never actually meets my expectations. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But when it's over, it's such a great let down. I am so disappointed that it's done. And I was talking to a client recently, and that's part of the reason why I'm re-recording this ending. We were talking about how much we enjoy planning. I love to plan, but I've noticed that often I enjoy planning the vacation more than I enjoy the actual vacation. And that is so horrible to say, but It's true. And as I was kind of thinking through what is the reason for that, I think the reason is when I plan, I don't account for my own humanness. Like if I have tours planned or activities planned, I don't count on anyone being tired, myself included. I just see the fun activity and think, oh, this will be great. Or I plan the dinners out and I think everyone will be in a great mood and it'll just be a fun experience for us to share together. Or I don't know, I share frequently this story about us going to Disney World with a bunch of toddlers. They were way too young to appreciate it. <laughs> and and the picture I have from that moment in time is just priceless because no one looks happy and everyone looks hot. And we had only been there for 30 minutes and we had spent so much money to get in there. <laughs> There was no way the day was over at that point. And yet it was like, this is misery, but we've got to make it turn into the way we dreamed about it. Oh, friends, I don't know. These are just kind of some random closing thoughts that I hope you'll process as you think about whatever vacation you might have ahead for this year or this summer. Are your expectations too high? Are you accounting for your own humanness in your planning so that you can, like we talked about earlier, just be thankful and content even if things don't go the way you hoped they would? Perhaps a good exercise before you actually head off for your vacation is just to sit with God for a few minutes and thank him for the opportunity to go. It is a privilege not everyone has. And ask him what he has for you in that time and ask him to make your heart receptive and able to just enjoy whatever he has in store for your time away. Likewise, ask him what you may be able to do to take vacation out of any idolatrous position it may have worked its way into. Ask God to help you more content. Be more content with your regular life. Maybe it's that 
God's ready to shake some things up in your day to day. Maybe it's time you start doing more of what he's called and created you to do. Maybe he has a purpose for you on this earth that you haven't yet tapped into. And that's why vacation is so ultra important because you're having a hard time feeling fully alive in the day to day. Now, uh, don't misunderstand me. I'm not under any illusion that our day-to-day lives are always going to be glamorous and fulfilling. But I do think when we're serving God in his purpose, using what he has gifted and designed us to do, we feel joy and contentedness like no other time. And so that when we go on vacation from that kind of life, it's just a cherry on top. It's not an escape. Okay, so clothing, pictures, planning, my friends, I hope you feel set up to enjoy whatever vacation plans you have this summer. I think most of all, being spiritually healthy before you go on vacation is just as important as being physically healthy before you go on vacation, right? So stay in the word, keep praying, right? You can defeat comparison by remembering to define beauty the way God's word does instead of the world does. And if you keep reading how loved and seen and known and approved of you are through Christ, that's going to help you defeat any attitudes of ingratitude and any spirits of comparison that tend to sneak in while we're on vacation. Okay, that's all for today's show. I thank you for listening. I really hope something in today's episode has helped you stop comparing, especially while you're on vacation, and start living. Bye-bye. Oh, hey there, before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor, leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to compare to who.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at compare to who.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration, and I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. Hello, hello, Quinice Petway here, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's word, one verse at a time to explore his will for your life and desire to draw closer to him? 
If that sounds like you, I'd love to invite you to head over to lifeaudio.com and search your daily Bible verse to tune in and subscribe for daily inspiration, life application, and spiritual transformation through the in-depth exploration of God's Word.